Hi, Lama. <laughs> Lama. Lama is with us. Lama is in the house. Oh, great. That's a great place to start. Hey, Lama. <laughs> <laughs> what are the things you do before you go live? <laughs> I talk to the Lama. Some people say talk to the hand, but in this case, it's... I'll have to get you one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Joe, Dr. Energy Piazza. Rara is in the house. Catherine and Sarah Myers. Welcome back to BU Network Podcast, conversations worth having. And you can see over there, that little red ball over there, that's, we call that voodoo head thing. Because it's just a little, like a shrunken head, furry head with eyes and a nose on it. I had that when I went through my first divorce. <laughs> I now call it voodoo doll and have little pins <laughs> for it. Oh, that's not the same thing? Not the same thing. Not quite. <laughs> I have a book that goes with it, too. It's a big book with 800 pages. Is that the one you go through? <laughs> Does it come with its own set of pins, too? <laughs> so, yeah, we have some interesting books. Good, good collection. <laughs> Cool. Tells, you, tells a lot about people. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Buying books and people that we do business with. Yes. It's, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just uh, putting together some stuff for um, this other, the Align Adventure that I do with Dr. Tony and Grace and Carla and David. And so it came to me while I was. Um, putting these slides together and some stuff that I want to talk about at the introduction about how, you know, the answers to life, like who are you being while you're doing what you're doing, right? Because everybody wants to do. Mm -hmm. They forget about the being part. So who are you being while you're doing? And it was, and it was, it crossed my mind that that's sort of like the answer to life, the universe and everything. And then of course my mind when I hear life, the universe, and everything goes right to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And the answer to the meaning of life, the universe, and everything is 42. Mm. So I went, I thought, huh, I haven't thought of this before. Why don't I start just picking up books that I have in my space and randomly, turn, randomly turning to page 42 in every book and see what the message, what message it has to share. And so I started doing that. I was like, oh, crap. What happened? <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> it was they really relevant messages. In fact, one of them, you know, we were talking about interesting books. I have a book an uh, uh, when I studied some anthropology when I was back in university. And it's on, it's called uh, Witches, Pagan, no, what's Magic, Witches, and Paganism or something like that. Anyways, I opened it up to page 42 and it talks about being comfortable with the idea of death. Hmm. And it's this whole thing that in our culture, in our society, we tend to be afraid of death. We try to push it away. We try to run away from it at all costs. But if you love life, you, if you love life, you also have to love death because it's part of the cycle. It's part of the rhythm. We change, we change form from one, from one place to the next. And so the more that we deny death, more that we're denying part of ourselves and the more that we're denying life. And so it, it was just interesting that I picked up that particular book and it was talking about death because I was talking about life and being right, while right. doing, right? So, it's, so, I'm, so I'm starting to like, okay, and I'm going to start picking up some other books and, and see what, what the answers, what answers it has for me on page 42. So 
Well, I would like to do that. If you could, uh, I'm going to get up from my chair. So if you could fix the screen to be only one person, or I'm going to turn my camera. Just turn your off. camera off. Yeah. Okay. Let me go get a book. It's always it's always fun to see what comes up when you start doing these things. In fact, I'm going to. I've that that was one book. I'm going to look into some some other ones. I follow uh, Robert Fulgham. You know, all I need to know, I learned in kindergarten. He's got several books. Um, one of my favorite books by him, just I love the title, is called It Was on Fire When I Lay Down on It. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's not a great title. Like, maybe we'll have to make a video with that title. Like I that. like I just, that. I think it's a great title. So, Well, I, I'm going to read a little bit from the book. I won't tell you the name of the book. And okay. then, uh, so, page 42. Yeah, just find a passage that kind of catches your attention. Yep. And... Encouragement requires empathy and seeing the world from your spouse's perspective. Perhaps your spouse has untapped potential in one or more areas of life. Uh, the five love languages. I have one more book in front of me. I may not okay. tell you the title, but I'm gonna to go to page 42. Okay. This book was written in 1956 or something. Mm. <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, because I don't know what is it is it uh, non R rated? <laughs> it is. Uh, I'll read the passage and then we'll. I'll tell you the year it was written. In. I think I have an idea of what it might be. Oh, you definitely have an idea. It was written <laughs> in 1965. Okay. So page 42. Whatever you say, Renee said, getting to his feet. You're a better judge than I. And he rang. I knew it was that one. <laughs> you said page 42, and these two books happen to be together on my show. <laughs> I was doing some research. Believe it or not, you know, this you got to do this for work, honey, right? Of course. I was doing some research, and I thought to use those two books in order to sort of wrap my head around... Mm content I would be delivering. And I just didn't think about what was on page 42 for both of them. So that's a really good exercise yeah. to grab a couple of random books and see. So what is the message? So this is, this is message about untapped potential in love. Mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic message. We, one of the things we talk about in, in network care, network spinal is working with unbound energy free energy basically in the system and using that to liberate the bound energy in our body mind the greatest source of unbound free energy love mm. it transmutes mm -hmm. everything oh chapter 11 hang on i'm coming back <laughs> all right Got something else chapter yep that's All right. Something else to surprise us with. This should be interesting. It's not page 42, though. Chapter mm. chapter 11, although not that chapter 11 chapter. for our American friends. So, yeah, not that chapter 11. Mm -hmm. So I did a whole presentation on this chapter. Page 254. Okay. I will go to page 42, but because you just said that. <laughs> the mystery of sex transmutation. Mm. The 10th step towards riches. So just to make sure you see, I'm reading from Think and Grow Rich from, by Napoleon Hill. <laughs> That's one of my favorite books. 
just so you know, the complete classic text, like really awesome book. So I'll just read a passage. The meaning of the word transmute is, in simple language, the changing or transferring of one element or form of energy into another. Perfect. All right. Think and grow rich. Page 42. What's page 42 there? Oh, yeah. That's right. I see. Okay. Page 42. I knew that he had given evidence of a trait of resourcefulness that would go with him all through life. And resourcefulness is one of the best resources that you can have within you is, is that idea of being resourceful. How can you, you know, problem solve? How can you look at a, a situation as, or an opportunity and take and use it to best advantage for you and everybody around you? So resourcefulness so this, is just incredible. Yeah. This brings me to, and thank you for that, when we're dealing with people in our life and, mm. and as a business, as this particular business, BU Network, we engage with people and we right. hire people to work with us. And yeah, we were talking just, about... I'm just going to pause you right there for a sec. Mm -hmm. Because people might be wondering what all of that that we just talked about <laughs> has to do with business. So we are now going to take what we just talked about and share with you what it has to do with business. Yes, thank you. Perfect. Just wanted to be clear about that. <laughs> it's a, that's a really important because somebody can just pull in in the I'd middle. Be wondering, well, what the hell? What the heck are they talk, talking about? What yeah. we, I thought I was listening to BU Network about. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we employ people, and they come to us, and we right. develop these relationships with with these individuals or businesses, mm -hmm. and we find a way to work with them, and we find a way that. I guess we can develop trust and they can develop trust with us because right. often as business owners, we're thinking, how do I find a new client or how does that new client find me or who is my avatar? But I'd like to reverse that. We talked about this. We'd like to reverse this. Mm. To a business looking at us as a prospect. Right. Let's take that positioning for a minute. It's completely different, right? It, it All of a sudden it's okay. How do I like to be treated? How would I like a business or another person to sell me or connect with me rather than always worrying, oh, I gotta, is this person my avatar? Is that person my avatar? Should I, should I say this? Should I say that? What if I say the wrong thing? Ah. But how do you like to be connected with? I love when I go into a business and they remember us. Mm. They look us up. They want to lean in and go a little step further. They, they see me or you or us, and they want to know, well, how can I follow you? Yeah. And they want to go into that digital world of ours, which is actually one step closer. Yeah. But they yeah. want to come into, lean into where we are. I love being remembered. I love when a business remembers something about us and what we do, and they tell us that they've followed something that we have <laughs> no clue that they were even paying attention to, and suddenly... There they are quoting us for something. Back to that, us. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. That's sort oh. of that sort of silent yeah. admirer, at the secret admirer. I love I've got that. a I've got a fun story actually about that. Just today, I was in my favorite coffee shop here in in uh, Ottawa, and I'll um, I'll name drop them. It's Equator yeah. in Westboro, and several of the staff. I go there regularly, at least a couple times, two three times a week, and. Some of the staff there call me by name, and they know my one of my favorite drinks 
is a oat milk chai latte. And they know, and the ones that know my name also know that one of the things I like about the chai latte is an extra sprinkle of cinnamon, either on top of it or in, put it in the cup in the bottom first and then pour the latte in on top of it. And they know that some days I like just a regular oat milk chai latte, and some days I like a dirty oat milk chai latte. For those of you that don't know, the dirty means there's a shot of espresso in the chai latte. And so I was just in there today, and hey, Joe, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. And, they, and right away, they picked up, picked up the cinnamon, sprinkling it in there, and I didn't even have to ask or remind. And yeah. it's just those little things that make me want to go back there right. and spend more money there. Mm -hmm. Because it's true. Sometimes <laughs> I hear this in, in business. Sometimes people want to pay less mm. for the services of, of even our own clients, right? Sure. They want to know, how do I approach that? But what I would love to invite people to think about is pay people more. The people that serve us really well, right? I, I like buying them a gift. I like giving them a tip. Exactly. A tip. Giving them something. When you go to a right. restaurant, there's a 20% tip recommended. You don't go to a restaurant, pay for your services, say thank you. You go to a restaurant, you pay for your services, and you say thank you, and. Right. So I like doing that because then you get remembered for that. Exactly. And I think that's another way of creating your your welcome into a place. Doesn't You don't spend $50 on a coffee, but you're no. regular and you go and you patron that business. Yeah. But, and having said that, you know, you go three times a week and oat milk, dirty oat milk chai latte and a chocolate chip cookie together with, with tip is just about 12, 1250. So yeah, three times a week, it's, you know, right. it's almost 40 bucks a week I'm spending there. And the and fun that's... part, and one of the fun parts is sometimes, cause I also buy my coffee beans from there quite often. And they, even before I can go in to add a tip, they will actually set the process past the tip. They won't let me tip them on the beans because they're not grinding them for me. Right. And I was like, Hey, I was going to give you, no, no, it's okay. We're just, you're just buying the beans. There's no service involved. I'm like, okay, that's, you know, that, that's thought, very thoughtful of them. Well, this reminds me of a subscription. So here's what I was going to say right. when you were talking about that. You go in, it's $12. You go in three times a week, right. it's $36. You give a tip, you don't. You buy something else, it's 50 It's not a big ticket price, but it's a regular consistent price. Right. E equal to a subscription. I subscribe yes, to okay. different businesses. So do you. We subscribe to all these services that allow us to get up running, hit a button mm. and have everything in place, <clears throat> all the behind the scenes things. So when we become a subscribing member <clears throat> to a business, right. whether it's through an automatic debit on a credit card or the fact that we walk in and do it on our own, we are very well received. Yes, <clears throat> I like to ask a business, how do I sign up? Right. I usually say, what do I do? to stay in your loop, in your newsletter. And they're so happy to tell me. Right. Sometimes people are afraid to do that because they think <laughs> you're going to sell me. And I think sell me because sure. I don't have to go somewhere else for it. I'd right. rather buy as much as I can from the expert in front of me. Right. Running around looking for someone else who claims, so I'd rather bring all my business, which will lead back to you know, right into what I'm saying. I'd rather bring all my business to the expert that has that service. Right. Why do people go to Macy's? Because Macy's has a lot of everything, right? 
I think it's important drinking on the job. That's okay. You got to stay well hydrated. Thank you so much. I think it's important for us to recognize that businesses offer more. I saw, thank you. They offer more than they may tell us. And for us to be a good customer of theirs, we can invite them to share more. So if a customer comes to us and asks us, tell me more and what else, then we're happy. So I like to do that with other businesses. Right. It's that being invited, being asked to share, being saying, hey, what do you have to offer? And this is something that you and I like to do when we go to networking meetings is ask somebody else, hey, what have you got to offer? We don't even talk about what we do many Mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. And that's so different. You know, some of the network meetings you go to, everybody's like, rushing to tell everybody what they do and they're trying to meet every you know how spend 30 seconds with every of the every single one of the 25 people in the meeting here's my business card i do this and blah blah you need this blah blah and or they're sitting there commenting on what everybody everybody else is saying saying oh they need my services oh they need you could use my services like no just share share with me something about what you do what lights you up in your business what helps you serve your customers better or your clients better. Tell me that story. I'd love to hear that. And it gives me, gives me then the opportunity to ask you a more insightful or deeper question that's relevant to me about what your business is or does or can provide to me. Rather than you just going, you just going <laughs> all over me. I don't want that because then I got to go clean myself up. And I'm even less likely to ever do business with you. I remember 12 years ago, I went into a networking meeting with Alex and he needed a coach at that time. He was mm. a hockey coach, a new hockey coach. I remember this. Yeah. We went into like two, 200 people. It was a Latip meeting, 250, a big meeting. Yeah. And when it came time to talk about what he did, he said, I'm not going to talk about myself. I'm going to talk about the hockey coach I'm looking for. And 250 people in a networking meeting all <laughs> looking to sell something. He just went in and said, this is what I'm looking for. And it happened right there on the spot. And it threw a lot of people off because they wanted to say how fantastic their XYZ was. Mm. So when we go to a business, what I really like is to be remembered. And I like yes. when that business knows how to adapt and adjust to my tone because they may be a high energy gym and I walk in and if they can't read me, I'm probably not going to take the next step. Right. So when I go to my yoga studio and they remember all kinds of things, aside from seeing me every single day, they remember things about me. I remember that you wanted this or you like this. I really feel special. Right. Even though they might have a note on their desk with that, it doesn't matter. The fact that you know, lost and found yoga takes the time to re- I'll drop the name. They take the time to remember. I won't even go into how Verity treats us. It's like you're a queen, you're a king, you're a diva, you're a goddess. You walk in, they remember absolutely everything that you could possibly want. Why would we keep going back? Why wouldn't we? Because as a customer, as a client of that business, they make it their primary goal to allow you to feel relaxed and take away the stress. And that's just a good business practice, knowing your clients, knowing something about them personal. It makes people feel important. And that's, we all want that. We all have a need for significance in our life. 
We all do. No matter who you are, we want to feel important. We want to feel significant, that we matter to somebody, anybody. We can say, oh, no, no. And and, and then what does most people do when they're complimented? Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Right? Just say, thank you. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as you start to say, oh, no, 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 you're now refusing the gift that somebody else has just Mm. given you. So true. And that doesn't allow them to share their gift. And now you've made that person feel insignificant. Mm -hmm. Like they're not important. So oftentimes we need to give the gift of just receiving. So even receiving is an act of giving. I love that. And I would invite our audience, our friends, our colleagues, our clients and members to think about call to action. Mm. Anything that we're saying here today resonates with you. Like, okay, well, that's great information. Super. What would you do? That? Yeah. What are you going to do with it? What would you go to, to a business and thank them, appreciate them for what they do? Right. So if you decide to take an actionable step or create one, be memorable, go right. somewhere and do something. Consider this as an option. I'm not saying do it, but be, be considered a good client. What do you want to do to have someone remember you? Go, go in every day. Remember when we first like were talking about going to Salt Lake City and stuff? Mm. Create some habits. Go to a coffee shop and sit there and you know open up your computer and open up your laptop and just be there for half an hour every day so that yep. you could sort of get the vibe and just do things that are simple yet rememberable people can remember that you're the person that comes in every day at eight or nine o'clock or 10 o'clock and you know sits there and has a coffee opens their mail or puts their whatever it is that you do those are things that businesses appreciate because they are consistent and regular and i think that's a lot better than erratic and sporadic exactly and and that's and that is a big part of in your calls to action in your networking is being consistent. You know, we've talked about this this before, how when you do things in a consistent manner, people know how to interact with you. They know how to get a hold of you. They know where to look for the information from you. So it's almost like that being consistent like that is training people <laughs> to be ready and open and receptive to your content in this case, and they're all, it's also teaching them how you want to be treated or how you're open to. So if, you're, if you don't like getting all those emails from people, newsletters, updates, notifications of sales, you can't then go and send all those emails to somebody else because there's an incongruency there. And on some level, other people will pick up on that incongruency. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not, I don't want any of that from that person. So be consistent. If you want to send those types of emails and have that kind of connection with your clients, you need to be also be receptive to that type of information, those types of invitations and, and that, that type of content I have. And and if you want to create a, a separate email or a folder where you, that you use for all of that information, that's fine. Do it. I have, couple different emails that I use for specific subscriptions. And it, in, in order for a person to get from one email list to another, it takes an, it has to, it takes an incre- 
incredibly extraordinary level of mm. service and information value for me to move them over to the other one. So I, I do manage my subscriptions and who I subscribe to and where they go because I also want to be able to share my stuff with people or our stuff with people. Well, thank you for sharing that. I just heard something from Jordan Adler, and I thought this was awesome on his Instagram account. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I would recommend sending a card, as you would too. Mm -hmm. He said, go out and get 20 customers. That doesn't matter what business you're in, right? Right. Go out and get 20 customers, attract 20 customers, mm -hmm. serve 20 customers, right. and then revisit what situation you have in your business. So if you currently have one or two or four or five or a hundred, go out and get 20 new customers and then take a look at it. Because as you're looking, as we're looking at serving, mm -hmm. for us to serve another business, if we're one of 20, right? Because it's great to get one new customer. Sure, but if sure. we're one of 20, we could be part of a trend. So for recently, I went into a, a, a customer appreciation day at a local business mm -hmm. where we go to for, since 2014. And not only were we received and greeted with the customer appreciation offer, mm. special attention, the owners spent time with us. They gave us a very interesting gift. They gave us a gift to go into the wildflower fields mm. and choose a bouquet of our choice, unlimited. Now you're wow. like, you know, what was that? Well, let me tell you what that gift was for us. We were part, we walked in because of a customer appreciation to go and congratulate them. Right. And as we're going to congratulate them to purchase, they go and give us something we never expected. Right. And we had a date day, a matinee date in the field of wildflowers, <laughs> choosing this big bouquet. And it led to what color do you like? What color do you like? Why do you like that? Does that flower... It led to a conversation hmm. that we had absolutely no intention of having. So by being a good customer, here's what we got. We got to show and demonstrate that we are present, to be present, right. and to be, as you were talking about. And in return, they couldn't just accept that. Their nature was to give back even more. Right. So sometimes when a customer comes to you and you say, gee, thank you, bye. How great do you think we felt when we got to spend the day in those fields? And we walked up the mm. day, we spent quite a while. Yeah, and then sure. they wouldn't take anything from us for that. So you can give and you can receive and someone can give to you yet again. And the gift is something that you will remember. The story I have from that day, right, goes around and it comes around, the infinity. So if you can give somebody something other than a thank you and a receipt and truly find a way to find out, do they need a hockey coach? Do they want a new coffee in their life? Do they feel like having a vegan brownie or a muffin at that moment? And you show <laughs> up with that. And that just does what they need at the moment. Yeah. It gives them what fills them for them to be who they are so that they can be them while you're being you. And you probably have a winning formula there. Right. So I invite you to go out, be you, and be something and someone to someone when they least expect it. Because they may blow you away and come back and 
be even bigger than you expected. That's what happened to us. Yeah. I think, I think that's a great thought to finish on. And let's just sum up, you know, quickly what we talked about. The, the one is about treating, like how you want to be treated, how you want to be sold, is you should be treating others the same way. And two, be consistent. Because if you are, can be consistent, we know, we know how to work with you and you will know how to work with others. So those would be the two big things. And then the third point would be over-deliver over on value. When you over-deliver on value, people will come back to you. You won't have to ask them to come back. They're going to remember, oh my God, I got such amazing service there. I got so much from that interaction, from that uh, one appointment, from that one time in the store, and they gave me so much. I'm going to go back there again because I want to have that experience again. Mm. And you know what, Dr. Energy, when somebody's really happy, they bring their friends. <laughs> it's not who you know. It's who you know that knows others. Mm. I love You know that. how that works. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that image. Thank you. We're so lucky to be here together. We're so lucky that we have our audience and our friends and clients mm. with us. So we'll come back. Tune back in, stay, hang out with us, yep. and stick around because there's a lot more coming out. All right. We'll see everybody soon. Thank you for joining us. Sharing is caring. Tell your friends about conversations worth having on BU Network. We really appreciate your reviews, and you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. For show notes and links, go to www.b-u.network forward slash podcasts. Connect with us via our website, www.b-u.network. We're looking forward to hearing from you. And thank you for being with us. Ciao. Ciao, babies.